Blog Talk Radio. Chillin' Farnesia Seallens. How Hunter Chillin' to do? We're so glad that Hunter that joined. We won more again, too. For this year, we show Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. This year, the Queen Quet head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad it for still be the horses for this year, Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. Coming to Hunter this year, stormy evening. Thing to coming on in on the course right here now, right here upon Centel Island. So, so glad it this evening for one more World Indigenous People Day. And to that end, while we are uplifting to the living legacy and pay ancestral homage, we want to take a moment of silence this evening for the Adisto, the Cree, the Kusabo, and all of them were Hunter Yeti Boat, called the Red Man, called Native American, called Indian, what we did for Nisha Sions and things like that, what become the land of the Golagichi, and Redawas for all their leader, what we call Semno. Ashe, Ashe, So thank you, thank you this evening for one more year done going by where we to have this year's celebration at the United Nations and things like that. Well, plenty of other rest of children might not yet vote all around the world and think less on another day upon this year broadcast or another day inside the UN or things like that. But 
August the 9th, every year, the International Day of the World Indigenous People. So Friday, the 8th and thing like that, they were had one big old thing going on to the UN and thing. And then we go ahead and another rest of the thing coming up to the UN in New York next month. So we go and right there to represent we ancestors and them for not only the Native American part, but the African people will make up Gullah Geechee because Gullah Geechee not started Africa. Gullah Geechee started right here in North America. So the indigenous to this shall land and thing like that. And I don't know if to crack my teeth, but they shall be full now. But for make sure all my listeners are saying Yerimi and Yerimi good and I'll stand, then let me switch over like this show. So I want to make sure that all of my listeners worldwide under and overstand why it is such it is of such critical importance to the Gullah Geechee Nation that we commemorate, we celebrate the International Day of the World's Indigenous Peoples each August the 9th along with our other folks that we work with at the United Nations. And that is not only because the Yemisi, Kosavo, Cree, Adisto, these are part of our literal bloodline for many of us, including me here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, but also because Gullah Geechee culture is indigenous to the Sea Islands and the Gullah Geechee Nation from Jacksonville, North Carolina to Jacksonville, Florida. It grew from the soul of this soil in North America. It did not start somewhere else and then get transmitted here. The culture as we know it, the language, all evolved here on Sea Island soil. Now, there have been extrapolations done by those who are linguists as to whether or not in holding areas that were in many of the forts along West Africa, whether or not that was where the origin point of the nascent stages, the pigeon that evolved into a full language, which is Gullah, may have started up amongst the various African ancestors as they tried to communicate with each other in that initial stage of bondage before even going through doors of no return. But the reality is that the incubator for the cultural traditions the changing of a cultural landscape happened on these sea islands from Jacksonville to Jacksonville. So me being a person of words, me being a person of science, logic plays into looking at Western definitions because it is usually the Western world that seeks to define. They seek to categorize. So they would wonder, well, why would you all feel you're indigenous? Because our culture originates and occurs naturally in this region called the Sea Islands and referred to also as the Low Country, which is now the Gullah Geechee Nation. It is original to this area, aboriginal to this area. It is local. It is domestic. It is homegrown. It is one of the earliest notations of African tradition in North America. Okay, and so that has been held on to all the way through now. Now, I know that others will talk about the Olmecs and those who were here before Columbus and so forth, an excellent book by the late Dr. Ivan Van Sertima, God bless the dead, they came before Columbus. You can look at the Olmecs and know that African people were here. But now, what African descendants are still here up to this moment that also have indigenous American ancestry within them that still continue the language and traditions, the heritage, the culture that are still fighting to hold on to the land in which that heritage and culture was birthed and grew from, those are the Gullah Geechees. 
and also we have our extended family that many of you will refer to as Indians, but got labeled, and those are the ones referred to as Seminole, Black Seminole, Afro-Seminole. Hence why I also dedicate this program to them tonight, because most times you will not find them written up in black history. You have to be studying Native American history and heritage to find out about the Seminoles more often than not. But if you get my book, The Legacy of Evo Landing, Gullah Roots of African American Culture, you will find a very interesting point in it regarding our ancestors that were called Seminoles and the fact that what is often referred to as the Seminole Wars was actually the Gullah Wars. All right? So here it is that we have a number of things to celebrate. We have things to commemorate because we are yet still fighting to hold on to our indigenousness, all right? So that's why tonight I call the program Indigenously Gullah Geechee. Now this year's theme for the International Day of the World's Indigenous Peoples is bridging the gap, implementing the rights of indigenous peoples. All right, bridging the gap, implementing the rights of indigenous peoples. Now, implementation is when you actually begin to enact something that may have been a law, it may have been something listed to do, but has not yet been done. When you start acting upon it and working on it, then you are implementing it. And a good example is there's the Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage corridor general management plan, which I chaired. I also became the chair of the initiative impact committee, which was to deal with the implementation of those things that were written in a plan. That is still in process. I have completed my terms with that body. But now, here it is that when we talk about implementing the rights of indigenous people, One might say, well, that is a little strange if this was the land of the indigenous people that more often not are being referred to, which is Native Americans of various ethnic groups, various names, that usually are the ones that you see the majority of at the United Nations in New York during this particular day. Because you would say, well, what in the world? I mean, they should have already had their own rights in place. Yes, they did, until the conquer came, until the dividing came, until people came in from Europe and then decided that they were going to stake claim to the very lands of the indigenous people and then subjugate them on their own land. And ever since that time frame, we have now had the people who were initially born in North America fighting back for their own rights to happen. So there's been a number of policies and programs on a national and international level that have been utilized and leveraged over all these many years. And so that is why every year there's also a World Conference of Indigenous People, and I'm usually there representing us 
and also listening and just in support of many of the other indigenous peoples around the world. And so that's why when we celebrate World Indigenous Peoples Day, we have to understand it goes beyond the boundaries of North America. It goes beyond America, USA. It goes to all the different people from different countries who were also local, birthed out of, grow out of, homegrown from the soil of their land. And these people take an array of looks, an array of ethnicities, an array of races, and that is something that I celebrate each and every time I have an opportunity to be at the United Nations for the celebration and then the conferences that follow. It's a wonderful thing the first time that I ever went there to see all of the people dressed in their traditional clothing, even coming in carrying drums and other things that are part of their traditional culture and heritage, as opposed to people walking in like I see when I go to Capitol Hill, blue suits and white shirts. Okay, because that's to make you uniform and make you part of a melting pot as opposed to at the United Nations where people are there to learn of one another and to find out how we can globally sit down at a table together and begin to attempt to bring world peace instead of furthering domination. But now here it is that this celebration of this cacophony of culture and colors is what I enjoy. And that is why I want to ensure that my listeners and my people in the Gullah Geechee Nation even knew that there was the existence of such a celebration. Because there are many folks that have no idea that this is celebrated each and every year. But it started back in 1994. So it's not that long ago, okay? But in 1994 is when the United Nations declared an International Day of the World's Indigenous People. And so they did not want to do it around the time that a lot of indigenous people go ahead and burn Columbus's body and effigy and all that. So they picked August. Now, one of the things that is still being focused on after that day was declared in particular in the U.S. when many of the Native American peoples, the American Indians as some still call them, came together to focus on their issues, was that they wanted a declaration of rights of indigenous people. Many of you who've listened to this show, and if you haven't been, if you're a new listener, you can go to iTunes or you can go to our blog, talkradio.com, slash Gullah Geechee, and Gullah is G-U-L-L, A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E, or you can simply Google or Bing Queen Quest Indigenous Peoples Day. And I'm sure that you will find the previous episodes where I have read aloud and focused on Gullah Geechee rights as it relates to the Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous People. Now, the High Commissioner for Human Rights had was happy in September 2007 in fact, September the 13th, when the United Nations Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous People was actually adopted. So again, that's not that long ago. Seven years. We're in a transition period here. Seven, that number of completion. Seven years later, three years after declaring a day, 
It took that long, the Trinity, to get to the point of having a declaration. They got the declaration adopted by a majority of 143 states. The only four that voted against it, and you need to hear this, the four that voted against it were Australia, Canada, New Zealand, and the United States. Australia, where the Aboriginal peoples are. Canada, Native American territory. New Zealand, its own populace of, of, of indigenous people, Aboriginal peoples. United States, Native American lands. They voted against the UN Declaration, all right, for the rights of indigenous people. They had 11 countries that abstained. Those included Azerbaijan, Bangladesh, Bhutan, Burundi, Colombia, that is the country of Colombia, that is not the state, Georgia, the country of Georgia, I mean the Colombia, not the city in South Carolina, but actually the country, Georgia, not the state, but the country of Georgia, Kenya, Nigeria, Russian Federation, Samoa, and Ukraine. Now, you would say, well, oh, why the African ones was involved anyway? Because you still have indigenous people there if they were born on that particular land in that particular country. Why Nigeria abstained, I have no idea. No need to send me an email because I could not answer that for you. You might have to check in with the ambassadors for Nigeria to the U.N. to find out exactly why they abstained. But I think you can extrapolate your own reasoning behind Australia, Canada, and the United States especially, going ahead point blank, out and out, not voting for it. So when I say to you that it's critical for me to let my listeners know and be well aware that this global celebration happens each and every year, you can see why. Because this is not something that you're going to see commercials for on television in the U.S. or in Canada or anything like that. You're not going to see ads that McDonald's sponsors it or anything like that for a long time probably to come because there is still that push and the effort for there to be proper retribution, proper restitution, proper respect given to the people whose land this is. And then there becomes the complex issue of who do you categorize as indigenous, and we're not talking about just the five recognized tribes of the U.S., because there are many, many more than that, okay, not those that compromised and signed off agreements, not those like what took place in the Seminole Nation where they decided, well, we could get larger checks or we could make it easier for ourselves with the U.S. government if we vote out all the black Seminoles. If we now rewrite our story, rewrite his story, and say that these were not people that intermarried with us, they were not official members of the Seminole Nation, but in fact, they were our slaves. This is what was done many years ago at this point, to vote out the Seminoles, the black Seminoles, the Afro-Seminoles, who were card-carrying members of Seminole bands and part of the Seminole Nation. And they are citizens of the Gullah Geechee Nation, but many of them have been so indoctrinated into only thinking of themselves as Indians even though they look like us and they crack and eat like Arisha and think like Arisha, which is Gullah, old Gullah, but they call it Seminole. And some places call it Muscogee. Okay? Here it is that they were voted out of a nation so that 
when these types of rights issues come forward in court, whether they be in a tribunal at the U.N. or if they are in a federal court in the U.S., that if there are any checks cut, if there are any services provided to show that we're going to try to do right by these people, once again, a part of the Gullah Geechee diaspora will be disenfranchised. So many people do not recognize and realize all the work that continues to go into this fight for global human rights and much less the position of the Gullah Geechee Nation and how we do not have allies even many times within the U.S. because many of the rights that apply for self-determination, that apply for indigenous peoples, that apply for in the World Conference Against Racism, the U.S. wouldn't go to that. All of these different things that have infected the overall black community in America and definitely the Gullah Geechee community over time, and along with these land rights issues, and the current climate change dynamics that once again is something being brought to the forefront over and over and over again in federal forums now and in these international forums from those of the small island states or small islands and developing states. These are issues that we all are faced with fighting. There is an ongoing new war like the Seminole War, like the Gullah War, as you might call it, going on to keep our rights in the forefront, to have the world recognize, yes, our culture is indigenous to these sea islands, to this region, and has a right to be respected, has a right to be celebrated, and we have a right to be in the room and at the table and get the benefits that others would have, given all that our ancestors gave to build up this land to what it is, both our indigenous American ancestors and our African ancestors. So don't let the outer parents fool you. There are many people that we can recall in the 70s, they started to actually go around and wear feathers and wear two long braids and all that to indicate that they recognized that they had some form of indigenous American, Native American, or as they said, that Indian ancestry. Many of us in the Gullah Geechee Nation don't do that. But that doesn't mean that we don't recognize who our ancestors are. And I'm talking close-up, grandparents, great-grandparents. Not talking about great, 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 and all of that. Okay, so understand and overstand that we stand with the world in this celebration. We stand with the world and still fighting for all of the full implementation of the rights of indigenous people, including Gullah Geechee, in the same manner that our ancestors that came to be known as Seminole were fighting for the human rights of our people. And so I want to just read to you tonight from this work left by the late Dr. Yusuf N. Klai, who is part of the Gullah Geechee Hall of Fame, who is an anointed spirit as well as a sacred ancestor now, God bless the dead, who is a contributing writer to the legacy of evil land and Gullah roots of African-American culture. And I feel that this would be, I'd be remiss if I didn't share these words on such a day as this, such a day as celebration as this, even though we're doing this the Monday after 
with that because of our broadcast schedule, we do not take it lightly, the continued battle, the continued celebration, the continued commemoration of World Indigenous Peoples Day. The fact that the true nature of a war occurring in the United States for over a period of century has as yet to be fully acknowledged for what it was suggests a socio-political manipulation of history that renders recovery possible only through a socio-political and historical analysis. The socio-political reasons why the prolonged gullible resistance to enslavement was largely unreported and unacknowledged during its historical period was due to the threat that widespread knowledge of a largely successful, insofar as it was never fully quelled, gullible insurgency might have posed to the stability of a plantation system run on the labor of enslaved Africans and thereby to the entire institution of slavery in the U.S. colonies. Whether acknowledgement of this war failed to surface in ensuing periods due to ongoing active suppression of information, the paucity of original sources, the unquestioned acceptance of biased earlier documentation and established parameters for viewing this phenomenon or lack of courage remains a topic for further research. This article seeks indeed not to resolve these questions so much as to initiate an uncorrupted investigation of the period which views African involvement not merely as a constituent factor in what has been called the Seminole Wars, the word Seminole being incorrectly given the connotation of Indian instead of exile, but rather as the most significant one. Given the political delicacies, deceptions, and misinterpretations, intentional law resulting from ethnic bias, which continue to abound, our research leads us to believe that to completely untangle this web of historical distortion will require volumes of investigation beyond this slender exploratory article. What we seek to do here is to break through the conceptual distortion and provide a clear orientation based on acknowledged facts and sound historical analysis. So you can go to gullagichi.biz and get a copy of The Legacy of Evo Land and Gullah Roots of African American Culture to go further into his analysis. But I wanted to read that point because we are yet at that moment in time where we are seeking to unravel the socio-political dynamics of why the Gullah Geechee story for human rights is still being hidden is still not being reported on in mainstream media. Meetings where people sit in a room and talk about the plan for the future for tourism through our nation, through this quarter running through it, is broadcast. It is put out there and all over. The AP picks it up. But when we stand for our rights, our human rights, our right to freedom, that is being squashed, that is being reinterpreted by others as opposed to telling it like a T.I. is, all right? So here it is that we stand in this moment where we still have a job to do. We still have the work of picking up the mantle, carrying on, going down the roads, down the swamps, through the swamp, along the bayous, out into the very oceans that took our people in the water to bring we, the water going to take we back to show what could carry freedom. And so as much as you may not have known about this day before today, I pray that you will share this day with someone else and that you will take the time out to learn more about how Gullah Geechee culture came about on these islands and how our ancestors 
both indigenous American and African, created Gullah Geechee culture in the midst of hardship, in the midst of battle, and how we yet, as their descendants, are still holding for who we do down young, and that we are yet still fighting for our freedom, because that is our right. And so we are going to help bridge this gap as we continue to go forth in implementing Gullah Geechee human rights. So as head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation, I'm so glad that Hunter Chillin tuned in one more again to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. And I just wanted to do this short broadcast tonight in honor of my ancestors and in honor of one of our first Wisdom Circle Council of Elders members that taught us to go into the international arena, Dr. Yusuf N. Clyde. So may his soul rest peacefully. May all the warriors of the Seminole Wars souls rest peacefully. May Ms. McQueenie's soul rest peacefully because we are still standing. We are drumming. We are still marching. And our fight and our journey to freedom yet still continues. As we know, we be Gullah Geechee anointed people. And I'm so thankful that you took the time out this evening to tune in. And if you'd like to connect with the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition that's a sponsor of this broadcast. You can always find us at net. You can always find me at com, and you can always write to us at gullgeeko at aol.com g-u-l-l-g-e-e-c-o at aol.com Peace, blessings, enjoy, world Indigenous Peoples Day, wherever you are this day, continue to fight for freedom and implement the human rights of the peoples of the world. God bless on the children, yeah? Keep shouting.